You're listening to the Heart and Soul Podcast, where we celebrate vulnerability and shameless living. No topic is off limits when you're chatting with your besties. Let's own our worth and walk empowered towards truth together. Hello, Heart and Soul listeners. How are you? Hello, hello. We are back on Zoom this week, um, just because schedules. We're recording um, really late, and you know what? We want to go to bed after this, so... (laughs) Yeah, we're recording on a weekend instead of our normal routine. Since that just worked out better with our schedules and our guest schedules this week. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. So if the if the sound is bad, be gracious to us. But welcome to episode twenty five of Heart and Soul. Um, I'm really excited for today's guest, but we'll wait for that um, before we get into introducing who's going to be on the pod this week um let's start with our review of the week let's do it all right so this one is from claire c 43 and she said the subject is every girl's new bff she said i've been binge listening because this is my new favorite podcast i just can't stop i feel like i'm chatting to my girls and always leave encouraged Seriously love this podcast. Also, I've literally never left a podcast review before, but I'm rooting on you to make it to that 200 goal I've heard so much about. (laughs) Thank you. Thanks, Claire. You got us to 196, which means all you listeners who haven't left a review, we're four away from our goal, which is very, very close. So close. Help us, help us out, y'all. Three more, two more. No, four more. Yeah, math is hard. Um, <laughs> all right, so let's get into our happies and crappies before we introduce our guest and get into what the meat of today's podcast. Sounds good. Should you want me to start? Yeah, I feel like you have um, more like happies because you have yeah. besties here. Yeah. Um, I'll start crappy, and it's this week. It'll just be kind of an unspoken one. It's a pretty big one that um, I don't really feel comfortable discussing just yet in detail, but I know that you guys um, are invested in our stories. And so if you pray, that would be really appreciated right now. Um, That's kind of all I'll say about that. (laughs) Let's preface with the baby's fine. Yeah, baby's fine. It's not about the pregnancy. Yes, exactly. Um, Good, good point. Yeah. Um, and then my happy is we did our maternity shoot last week and we got some of those pictures before the weekend from my friend Becca who did them for us. She sent us some sneak peeks and I just love them so much. It made me seriously cry. What's the word? Ethereal? I always say that wrong. Ethereal. Yeah. It's that. It's like so (laughs) magnificent. Like, thank you. Gorgeous. Um, yeah, it was really fun. We went to Airly Gardens and um, I had Megan do my hair, who was on the podcast last season. She's the hair queen. She did such a good job. Got my makeup done and we just had like the sweetest night. And it was really fun to see my friend Becca too. She lives in Raleigh. Um, and she came all the way here just to do those for us, which was really, really sweet. Um, so that was just like, such a nice little way to start off our weekend. And, um, I'm really glad that we did those. Cause I was always kind of like, ah, oh, I don't know if I'll do them. And 
looking back, I'm like, you know what? This is our first time doing this. It's really cool how your body changes and I'm going to want to look back on these one day and I'm so glad that we did them. So yeah, they're like insane. Thank you. Yeah. They're, they're just really sweet. Most of them were me and Jordan. We did a few of just me, but mostly the two of us together, which is really nice. Um, and then our best friends came this weekend from Raleigh with their dog, who was Wrigley's best friend. And um, unfortunately, it rained all freaking weekend. We did have like a couple hour window on Friday night that we were able to go swimming and grill out and stuff. But other than that, it was just a really nice weekend of hanging out and quality time, chilling, relaxing. We played this game um, called. I think it's pronounced Catan. Settlers of Catan? Yeah. The oh. C-A-T-A-N. Yeah, I know exactly. I can't believe you're just now realizing what this is. Uh, I know it's been around for a while, but I've never played it. And since we knew it was going to rain, we went to Target on Friday and like picked up a few board games and they got that one. And at first, Tyler was like trying to set the whole thing up and describe to us all the rules. And I was like, I don't know if I'm going to like this it seems really complicated and like a lot of work and then we got into it and it was really fun and I won so that was the best part <laughs> I have like I have like a very nearly hate hate relationship with that game because of like PTSD from college like all of my friends were obsessed with Sellers of Baton in college and one, I think I, it was like my pride. I was so, I like seriously couldn't understand the game, like the rules. Yeah. I couldn't understand any of it. And then because I couldn't understand, I never won. And I'm like such a competition psycho. So I like had, I remember having this like freak out moment with my roommate in college senior year about like, I'm never playing this game again. <laughs> and I like truly haven't because of that moment. Oh my god! I really just haven't given it a chance since then. I really liked it. I, I'm a fan. We might have to get it ourselves because they got it. Have you ever played played the game Secret Hitler? No. It's a new game and it's kind of like mafia. So you have like the fascists and the liberals and like before the game starts, you like draw a card and you find out like which you fall into. And then there's one person who's Hitler. It's like so wrong. Like now that I think about it, it's like not up, Yeah. But, um, you basically have to, if you, if you are a fascist, you want to convince everyone that you're a liberal because you don't, that's like the bad guys. And then if you're a liberal, you get accused the whole time of being fascist and you have to like basically convince everyone that you're not. So it's, it's kind of like, that's kind of like um, werewolf. And yeah, it's like, that, it's like that mafia style where there's like a killer and a detective and you have to figure out who's who. And it's, it was, we played a couple weeks ago and it was like super entertaining. The, uh, I'm sure it's pretty fun. The, I, when we tried to play the werewolf game though, I was like, you know, I'm not, a, I'm not really digging this one because there wasn't really a lot of strategy to it. It was just like someone would talk and you'd have to figure out if they're lying or not. And then you all just discuss. It wasn't like this, okay, you go and then it's like process of elimination or like, right. You know what I mean? Like there's just no strategy to it. It's just like, Oh, well I think they're lying or they're not. And you just have to like talk it out until you, (laughs) until you make a decision collectively. 
their strategy in this one, which I really, yeah. I really enjoy because I like to like trick people or whatever. But I appreciate the strategy in games. So anyway, that was a uh, that was my happy. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, my crappy is just the weather. It's been like raining in Wilmington since uh, forever's, and it's going to be raining for. <laughs> It's going to be raining till like Saturday, according to the weather app. So that's awesome. Two weeks of straight rain. Mm -hmm. um, happy is we had a great weekend. We um, had a church like cookout slash prayer night last night at our house. And it was, um, it was super nice because it was like one of the first times we've all gathered together since COVID. So like as a collective group. And so that was fun. Um, just, and got to enjoy good food and good conversation with some old friends and, um, and then like sneak surprise Liz, who was on the podcast a couple weeks ago, she was driving through Wilmington with her staff from like a retreat in Myrtle beach to go back to Greenville and they stopped at hops for lunch. And so I like was like, I'm coming <laughs> and drove there and got to see her for like I mean, 15 minutes, but it was like, just, that, just what I needed. Just that little, yeah, you know, a little fix. Yeah. A little fix. Um, so yeah, that's, I mean, nothing really big this week, just weather. Yeah, I know. It's been pretty crappy. Luckily I didn't have too many sessions last week, but I have a bunch this, well, I have like two or three this week. So hopefully I don't have to reschedule everything again. Cause that's, we're getting down to the nitty gritty of how much like time I actually have left. So yeah, for sure. Anyway, well, um, we have a really awesome guest coming on today who, um, we have not met in person yet. We're really excited to talk to her. She actually is local to the Raleigh area and I'll, I'll let her kind of explain in a little bit more detail how we got connected, but really it was through my mom <laughs> and my mom's store. Um, and I found her like via Instagram and next thing you know, we were chatting and decided to ha have her come on. She has a podcast herself as well. So, um, she's the perfect fit. Goldie is her name and she is a entrepreneur. She is super into like cultural arts and dance. She's originally from New York. She's a wife. Um, she loves being involved in the community and helping other small businesses. Um, so we thought she would just be an awesome person to chat with. This yeah. Week. I'm super pumped to talk to her because I like stalked her Instagram because I haven't met her, you know, and I stalked her Instagram and I was like, this is going to be fun. Like, yeah. <laughs> like super cool. She looks super dope. So I'm pumped. Um, yes. So we'll take a quick break, break and we will bring on Goldie in just a second. All right, so we are here with our new friend, Goldie. Welcome to the podcast. Hello, 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 ladies. How are you? We are doing so good. So pumped to have you on. Um, like I said, we gave you a little bit of an intro in the beginning. And just to kind of give you guys a, a brief background on how Goldie and I got connected, um, her husband, Michael, works at the um, village that my parents have their shop at. And so I feel like you could probably talk a little bit better than I can on that and how you got connected <laughs> with my mom. <laughs> well, so my husband definitely, he mans the, or he does the landscaping in the area. 
and um, he was introduced to Savory Spice. And um, I think the first time he went in and he just was being himself and then kind of talking about promotion. And he happened to blend with what was Miss Cindy, your mom, and Kitra. Well, first it was Kitra and then Kitra introduced him to Miss Cindy because I don't think she was there the first time. Mm -hmm. And um, they built a rapport and he actually started coming back home talking about Miss Cindy and the shop and the energy and the aura and how much he loved it. And how we connected really was what last week I want to say I actually my husband went to the shop and he called me and said I got somebody who I want you to talk to so um he put Miss Cindy on the phone and me and her had a very warming conversation and she was very supportive and you know she talked about the movement and just staying safe and just you know really spreading good love good energy um so we connected that way and then for me and her connecting that way you know I guess she let you know about me yeah and then one two three and now here we are here we are I know I love it I saw on um I saw your post first on their Instagram because she reshared it. And then we got on the phone that night and she's like, I have to tell you about the best conversation I had today. And she told me all about it. And so I got on and followed you and I was like, this is, this is the perfect scenario. So again, thank you. So glad this worked out. I'm just going to let you kind of intro yourself to our guests, tell them a little bit about who you are, um, your background, maybe how you, got to North Carolina. I know you're a fellow New Yorker that made your way down here. Yes, 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 yes. Well, hello, everybody. Uh, my name is Goldie, and you can follow me on Instagram at everything underscore Goldie, and Goldie is G-O-L-D-I-I-E. Again, that's two I's and an E. Um, I am, I like to call myself an entrepreneur. Um, I, I tackle a couple of different things under my belt. Um, I'm really heavy on promotion and small business uplifting as well as, you know, within the community. Um, it's hard for me to say what I do because I like to do as much as I can do. So I don't really like to close the box, uh, but I do product promotion. I do product review. I'm a graphic designer. I create logos um, and I also do arts. I do dance. I do challenges, uh, choreography. Um, and I do do parties. I do hire to dance as well. So um, I just do a couple of different things. And I always like to incorporate my art in everything I do because that's my number one passion. Um, I came to North Carolina from New York. I'm from Jamaica, Queens. My mom moved down here originally with her high school sweetheart. He was actually playing for NC State. And um, he tore his ACL right before the big draft. So he wound up staying in North Carolina and he ran a YMCA. So because he had his foot in the door at the Y, recreational, and he also owned um, a few stores out this way, uh, we chose that it was better to come this way, especially post 9-11 versus him coming back to New York. So one up coming down here, and I've been out here ever since. I have gone back, you know, maybe about one or two years and then come back to North Carolina, but I, I grew a love, I grew a love for North Carolina. Um, you definitely get your bang for your buck in comparison to where I come from. <laughs> so um, it's very peaceful. I like it. And um, it's opportunity for growth. I think it's a perfect, you know, the perfect place on the East Coast right before you kind of migrate. So um, I just really like it. I love it here. And um, I've just been here trying to make it happen. I really want to get a dance studio. That's the biggest, the biggest goal is to get a dance studio that I can offer you know, I wanted, I wanted to, I want to get it to where my funds 
can allow for me to offer these classes for like $2. Like I just want it to be full course, recreation, love, energy, support, just somewhere where you can come. And I have segments where you can drop your kids off and it's specifically for kids and then adult classes. So just trying to really get my business and everything in order so that that can, you know, I can try to manifest and bring that to the light. I love that so much. What's your favorite style of dance to, to do and teach? Um, my favorite style of dance, I would say, is modern because it's a combination and it's free. I love hip hop because, you know, it allows you to just perk out. But I really like modern because I'm a very passionate person and it's very artsy, very dramatic. You can turn it like all the way up and then all the way down and still be classy at the same yeah. time. So I love modern dance. That's my favorite. Next, I would say is tap. I really do like tap too. Really? Really? I like do. It all trades. You do it all. I love tap. Yeah, I grew up dance. I used to go to Cardoza, Benjamin A. Cardoza. That's one of the top 10 schools in New York for performing arts. So I had to try out to be in the school and I, I stayed till I was in the 11th grade and then we actually moved out here the last semester of my 12th grade year. I was devastated, but um, you know, we're here and I'm here. I'm grown. So, but yeah, I really do love dance. That's like really a center focus for me. So I tried, I tried to take tap in seventh grade and I did a recital to Mariah Carey, always be my baby. And <laughs> I had like PTSD from how many times I like tripped and <laughs> I had to quit tap immediately after. <laughs> oh my gosh. I know you looked cute though. <laughs> that, that is so funny to me. I did yeah, a little I, bit when I was little too. Like I was like maybe three and four, but I kind of got back into not not quite like dance, but I taught um, group exercise full time, like for many years. Awesome. And I, so I got Zumba certified. I taught like Latin dance at Duke for a little bit. Oh. And, um, I don't know how I got <laughs> landed that because I did not know what I was doing. <laughs> um, and then just more like cardio dance. I taught up until like last year, really, right? We did a couple, we've done a few soul workouts. Yeah. Every time that Pitbull song comes on, I like automatically think of the cardio dance class. <laughs> so what? So so I'm gonna have to come to you guys so we can get a session in. Please. Yes. <laughs> okay. Um. Um. We'll we'll set that up and we'll make that for a near future. I will come all the way to you guys so we can just oh vibe gosh. and definitely have that. some type of cardio session. Definitely, I like that. And you know what? I'm actually starting to. Um. I love yoga. I really love yoga and um, incorporating yoga into dance is actually something that I'm trying to do. I just got this feet up trainer. Have you guys ever heard of that? Yeah. Mm -hmm. The little like headstand. Yes. Yeah. For inversions. So yeah. I'm actually trying to create choreography utilizing the feet up trainer, but shh, you guys heard it here first. Ooh. I haven't seen anybody do it just yet. I've definitely seen the yogi, the moves inversions, but I want to see if I can create a dance flow because I find so much peace when I use it. So I'm like, yeah, let's see what I can do with this. That's so cool. I miss going upside down in yoga because I'm pregnant, obviously. So I know. I'm like, yeah. Um, I got to wait a little longer till I can do that again. But there's something so cool about finding your center. I'm telling you. It. <laughs> I'm telling you. I, I'm glad you mentioned that because one of my, one of the posts that I was, when I was stalking you um, on Instagram, <laughs> one of the posts that I love so much um, was you doing an inversion, which I'm guessing is on that thing you're talking about. Yes. Uh huh. And you said that I can't remember exactly what you said, but something about finding comfort through exercise and prayer. Yes. 
And I just kind of, we, we, Chelsea and I, and, and a lot of our listeners find that same healing through movement. And so I kind of want you to just go further into that. Like what has movement or just moving your body brought in healing in healing throughout your life. And then also, especially through right now, as we're entering into like some really tense times in society where movement's happening, you know, if you definitely that, that'd be awesome. So as far as for me, um, movement is very calming. Like I like what Chelsea said, as far as find her, finding that center or was it, I'm sorry. Did you just say that or did Chelsea say Yeah, that? Yeah. Okay. So I'm so sorry about that, but yeah, finding the center, it's very grounding to me for one with movement, with yoga, with exercise, with prayer, with meditation, with consistency, do you see growth? So with, with the growth, I think that helps with the grounding, that helps with your confidence, that helps with your health, and it helps with your spiritual uplifting. I think as a woman, it's really important for us to find confidence within ourselves. And I think a lot of times that has to come with self-focus. It's so much slander, whether it be, you know, like body comparison and body shaming and you go on the media and you look at, you know, these purchased bodies and, you know, gorgeous drapes and then you try to compare yourself to them and a lot of people lose it or a lot of people get in a depressed state and, you know, things of that nature. So I like to ground it. I like to be barefoot. I like to be me. I like to be raw, you know, um, no holds bars, close to nude as possible, if we want to be very honest, just so we can be at the center of where we really come from. And like I said, just being really consistent and finding that balance. And okay, two weeks ago, I couldn't do this, but I pushed myself hard enough that now I can do it. And when you start to just do just that little bit with exercise and get those endopamines, um, once you get them moving, it almost stimulates other things that you knew you, you didn't ever think that you could do. So even if it's business, you know, whether you have to get a license, um, you know, re-register something, come up with a draft, a plan, blueprint, you know, it makes doing things like that easier because now, you know, things you, you weren't confident in doing or didn't think you can do, you pursue through exercise and your mind is opening you up to allotting you to know you can do it in other aspects as well. So I know for myself, gaining confidence and steps exercise, I will truly say was my first pivot because I used to just love to eat. You know, it's, I, I think it's outlandish depending on where you come up or the community, they don't teach you about nutrition the way that they should. Mm -hmm. You know, the way, that, the way that we view this nutritional triangle where they have the milk and they have the eggs and the poultry and they say that this is good when, you know, plant-based is really best you know you don't have to do the meats it's it's best not to do the meats and it's you know there's other products that are better but it's not advertised so you grow up and you eat you, you get these sugar cravings these carb cravings you hold on to it so i just look i used to love to go out and eat so like once i really you know realized how unhealthy that lifestyle was and i tried to make a healthier change uh, did it change everything else and sped up the momentum in me to, okay, now I have to knock this down. Now I have to knock this down. Now I have to knock this down. So, um, like I said, I just really find a, a great piece of confidence and motivation starting from exercise. You wake up in the morning, sun salutation, if you choose to do yoga. I usually wake up and I start with prayer. I like to sage my environment and I start with prayer. And then I'll do me some stretching. Flexibility, I mean, that, that's even good for losing weight as well, keeping your stretches up. But just opening your mind and opening your day with exercise to me just continues on the rest. Like it just continues on the day in a beautiful way. So. Hopefully that helps somebody. 
the yeah, thing- I think that I'm really glad that you said, you know, kind of to start basic, because I think that a lot of women, especially because of media, put a lot of pressure on themselves to like, go from zero to 100, like from not not participating in any sort of exercise or movement to like, I have to do CrossFit or Pilates or bar, you know, like I have to go all in to this like pretty difficult level of movement when really you can start small and you should start small and learn what you enjoy before going all in and getting burned out in something that doesn't suit you. So I'm glad that you said that. Yeah, I I totally... I totally agree with you because that is the truth. Cause I found myself being burnt out from trying things that I've seen that weren't really under the scope of what I really truly enjoyed to do. So what you said is truly a good point, you know, or, or feeding off of our conversation, but basic is good or finding what's good for you. You know, not, it's good when you can find someone who's on the same wave as you, or it's good when you can join the wave when you get there, but just create your lane. When you create your lane, you create your pace, you create your speed. When you move at your speed, other things will fall in line. Somebody will be right there on the side of you, you know, but like you said, just, I think it's best to be you, to do what works for you. And there's so much. It could be dance. It could be cardio. It could be bike riding. It could be jogging. I do intervals. Like I see people all the time and they post like jogging and then you'll see like three miles. Like you don't have to jog the whole three miles, honey. Don't be intimidated. Do intervals. I, I myself, I love to do intervals. I like to jog and then I'll see a fire hydrant and I'm like at the fire hydrant. Now I'm going to walk, you know, until I get to the right car, get to the right car. Okay. I'll jog till I get to the blue house. So it's like, I don't try to put it on myself, but I still make sure I do, you know, what I need to do to get the results that I need, but start basic and, and, and stay on your wavelength. Don't worry about anybody else. That's the biggest issue. I think that we have as women, as a community, some people are just worried about other people. When they, if you focus on yourself, you'll find so much centered peace that it'll be, yeah. it, it'll be better for the world. <laughs> we talk a lot on here about um, making sure your movement is meaningful. And that's why I love, especially that you love dance for that reason. Cause not, I mean, people can quote unquote, get fit from dance for sure. But it's not, it's not one of those things that has a preconceived notion that like you're doing it to lose weight or to get fit. It's like you do it because it's an expression of who you are and you enjoy it and you get an escape from it. I think a lot of times women go into exercise that they end up hating or they like punish themselves or over having a quote unquote bad weekend of eating or they need to burn X number of calories. Whereas we love to just show people, Hey, you can just find movement that's meaningful to you. That feels good to you that you don't finish and feel like you didn't accomplish something or you hurt yourself more or, you know, put so much pressure on yourself to do something that you actually don't really feel like is natural to your body. Mm-hmm. Um, so I love that. Cause that is completely what we try to hone in on. Our messaging and that was so funny that you just said that because I'm like I remember one day I can't even it was it was really intense and you know to me workout or how you work out is definitely different depending on your body build or your target or your focus you know what you want to lose or where you want to lose if you want to lose overall certain areas whatever but um, I did a lot of um, I was doing some weightlifting and this was early into me really trying to, you know, get on a healthy lifestyle. And it's like, I didn't need to bulk up, you know, I'm already kind of bulky. I I needed cardio so I can kind of 
slender down um, in a more healthy magnitude. But it, one day I just went crazy trying to keep up with a keep up somebody who's already been. And it set me back so bad because I was sore for about five days, you know, and I'm like, the, the, the goal is to stay consistent. <laughs> and I went crazy doing something that was outside of my scope. And then for five days, I couldn't work out. So now that was a week of bad eating, <laughs> no exercise, you know, so that's why I love the fact that both of you said, stay basic, stay in your lane, do what makes you comfortable. Because yeah, like you said, trying to be someone and other than the, the person that you are and honing who you are, you know, it, it doesn't get you the, the best results. I'll say that. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's for sure. Um, so transitioning a little bit into, I know you, you say you don't necessarily have a specific title or, or thing that you box yourself into, but um, as, a, as a whole, you know, I'd love for you to just touch on how you got into um, working with small businesses, because we talk about small businesses on here a lot and kind of what you do for them and where your passion lies there. Um, I'm a very supportive person. I'm just supportive in nature. So um, originally I started just with my dance focus. And to be honest with you, I captured it and created a, a nice amount of engagement. And with engagement and me having a supportive passion in nature, I chose to open it up to others. I wanted other people to get that engagement. I would see small businesses, other women who hustle, other men who hustle just as hard. And, you know, be it the platform that they have, it just may not, you know, a lot for it to be, you know, spread to the mass or spread to others. And I just said, you know, I just wanted my platform to be uniform. I'm not, I'm not much of a selfish person. And like I said, I really do it for my community. So it's like, I just wanted my page to be able to help and to support people outside of me being able, like my, my story for my page is you come and I'm going to entertain, I'm going to educate and give you some resources, but I also have some people that I want you to see. So that's just how I focus everything. So um, I had a campaign that I first launched last year it was called Support of September. And uh, for the month of September, I ran free promotion for small businesses. And it was in my story. Um, but I actually had two other platforms. She Hustles Gang is a black community. It's women, black women, small businesses, very wide, a large community that I'm connected with, very positive and some hustlers, some grinders. But um, I, I linked with a, maybe about 100 women and I wound up promoting 226 businesses in September. Wow. Um, yes. And from the 226 businesses that I've promoted, um, I, I got positive feedback and product purchase from at least 78 of them. So when I did that first round, just to know and the energy that I got from the help, and it was so simple, you know, for me, you know, it's like, mm, as simple as it is, unfortunately, it's like it doesn't, it's not a lot of people who's willing to do it. It's such a simple gesture, but not enough people think about other people or, you know, some people are so focused on developing themselves that they're like, oh no, that's just like, you know, when you find all these people who charge you crazy amounts of money for promotion on their page, $50, $75 for promotion. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm not that type of person. We, we're going to make it work together in a comparable manner. Um, so I did, and I utilized my personal page for that aspect. And then outside of that aspect, because it also kind of, you know, went really crazy in September, 
I've always been into graphics. I've always done my own logos, my own graphics. So people always message me like, who's done that? Where'd you get that from? How'd you do it? So I said, okay, let me go ahead because it was becoming frequent. So I opened it up for the masses. Um, and when I first started, I was doing my uh, logos. I was running a special and I want to say, I think I did like my first 100 logos for my, no, 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 excuse me. It was my first 25 logos I did for free. Um, after the first 25 logos I did at $25 and now I'm set at my rate, which is still very comparable for what I offer, but I offer specials all the time. I just want to make it easy and be that not one person, but be a person of help to still give a person a push to still give them drive, to give them hope. Um, because it's hard. It's really hard financially. You know, there's mothers and women out there who have children and, you know, sometimes it's hard for you to be a mother, to get off of a full-time job and then to still try to chase your dreams. So if I can help to promote your page, if I can help to get you some art, some visuals, some graphics, if I can help to design something for your t-shirt, I'm going to try to make it as easy as possible to get you to the next level. So I just like to be that middleman, that, that connecting piece and that light because I just love positivity. I love to spread it. It's not enough of it. So, I mean, that's just really my focus for every single thing that I do. It's really, it's really community driven, which is awesome. Like if more people were community driven then we'd have a much more powerful and bonded and loving community, especially now, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Tell me about it. I, I totally, I totally, totally agree with that. I mean, I just always push <laughs> the, the power of the P positivity being a person like it, it's just like I said just like even what I said as far as sharing a love is it's such a small gesture but it's like it's lack and I just don't I don't understand and I won't ever try to understand I'm just going to always try to be an overload of it you know what I'm saying so maybe I can pass it to that person that person can spread it to this person and it can it can become a chain you know chain reaction that, that's pretty much what I aim to do but I totally agree I'm like I'm just ready for when we can link Everyone. I mean, no specific color, no specific community. Everyone as a people, as a human race can come together and move forth in a positive manner. I mean, that's, that's just, that's my preference. That's what we need. I mean, yes. Yes. Yeah. So moving into that, that topic in general, um, we kind of on our, our podcast last week were, we didn't really know what to say, to be honest. Like we came on and we were like, almost a little bit nervous because um, we don't feel like we are experts at any of this, you know, and we just want to hear from other people and their experiences and their voices. And it's gotten to the point where something so that could be so powerful and such a light and so beautiful. There's been a lot of noise that's developed mm -hmm. kind of around it that has been a little discouraging and disheartening and we just want to keep pushing through that to mm -hmm. continue moving forward like you said all together in the same direction and for totally good agree. and light and positivity and what and what God intended for this to come out of this rather than more hate right so mm -hmm. we just kind of want to open up the floor to you and hear your take on it how you've been feeling these last couple of weeks if you'd like to share any experience or advice and just, yeah, how, how your heart has been through all of it. It has been yin yang. I'll say that. Um, some days are up and some days are down. 
Um, I'm a very strong person, but I will not lie and say that I have not been battling anxiety. Um, the times for, for me, it's a beautiful disaster what's going on right now. I love the voice because in, in, in 2020, as, as, as we say within my community, black, we are not our ancestors. Unfortunately, our ancestors subdued to a lot of things, you know, in, in the previous years, within the 400 years that we've been kind of going through what we've been going through. So I'm happy to see people living without fear, but I don't like the direction that the fear or living without fear is going. I'm not for the rioting. I'm, I'm, I'm not for that. I'm going to be honest. I understand it. I understand the logic, but within, within those, there, there are a lot of people who are doing it where it's no logic anymore. Um, the rioting for one <laughs> is helping these large companies and get, get large insurance checks, you know? So I'm like, it's not really, it's, it's not really behooving our community. It's really setting it back because you're really helping to put the funds right back in their pocket times too. You know, a lot of people don't know that, don't realize or understand that, but you know, that's one thing. Um, but I would say on a day to day, let's say this is one thing. So we talked about exercise and we talked about, you know, incorporating that into our daily lives. And with what's going on, I've had to change how I exercise. As a black woman, I no longer feel comfortable jogging around my neighborhood because I stay in a mixed neighborhood. And unfortunately, I just feel like I can just, you know, be jogging up the street and be cast out. You know, I, I can look suspicious to somebody. I, I have braids, I'm ethnic, I'm tall. Like I know my build, I have tattoos. So, you know, before March, I was jogging. I'm doing miles throughout, you know, up and down the blocks, but with the anxiety and really trying to be calculated because you just, unfortunately, you can't look at a person and tell if they hate the color of your skin or not. You know, it, it takes for them to bring it to you or for you to come into their area sometimes. So, you know, I try to be smart. So right now I just stay on my block and I do a horseshoe. I make sure, you know, I don't let them knock me off my pivot to where I'm not exercising. But, you know, sometimes it bothers me because, like I said, for me to feel smart, protected and safe now, I feel like, OK, well, maybe you should just do it this way. Limit it to your neighbors, to who you can see. And I don't you know, I don't really like that. That that's it's really sad. Even me hearing hearing myself say it out loud is sad that I don't feel comfortable in the world that I live in, that I pay taxes in, that I've been in to, to literally run across the street a mile for me. You know, so um, I know I was walking. This was probably about two weeks ago. I was walking back and forth, back and forth. And it's the same shoehorn because I've been doing this for like the last two months now. And one of my neighbors said to me, it was, um, it's a black guy. He was in a yard and it was um, three white men and um, they were in pickup trucks. It was early in the morning. But about the second time I shoehorned when I came back, he was like, hey, how you doing, lady? What you doing out here? Walking or something? And it was evident that I was, I mean, duh. <laughs> For one, <laughs> I, 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 it, there's, I just thought that it was, instead of saying, hey, how you doing? You know, I'm a female. I'm by myself. I don't have any pockets, any bags, any guns, you know, nothing that should be a threat to you. So I just thought that asking me what I'm doing when it was obvious what I was doing, I felt like there was something else that was behind that. You get what I'm saying? There, yeah. It made me uncomfortable. And it's like, okay, where did like, what, so what am I doing wrong here? What would make you ask me what am I doing? 
I'm doing what the pavement is meant to be put out here to do, to walk. We walk the land. We used to roam the land, okay? So, you know, it's just, you know, that that's just one thing. And I was nice. I was courteous. But it, it definitely set me back because I've never had a conversation where anybody asked me what I was doing before while I was walking on my street. You know, and I think that if the times were different, they probably wouldn't have asked me what I was doing. You know, that probably wouldn't have come out the way that that did. That's the thing that's been so like, I don't know what the right word is for it. It's just been interesting to hear other stories like yours um, on social media and stuff too. Like the fact that you didn't necessarily feel that way before. Well, obviously we know this has been a problem for forever, right? Like there's, this is not news to any of us. Um, but it's interesting that, you know, a few months ago, you probably would not have felt that way, like subconsciously. And now it's like what this movement should have been bringing awareness to everyone to help take that feeling away from you has now almost instilled it in you even more, right? This like, now it's downloaded now it was just a thought it was just a thought in the library now it's officially downloaded you're absolutely correct right because like you said it's, it's, it's always been there but I think that there was a numbing respect and not even going to say respect because it's not a respectful situation but it was it was a silent I, I, I can't even really explain like a like a silent signal like a white noise okay so it was there but it was like we can graze over this a bit now it's like it's out the bag and there's no grazing and it's either i feel negative about it or i feel positive about it and then i'm strong and i think that's the the the, the thing is the political direction doesn't help either you know because that that's not helping with trying to bring peace to the land it's actually causing division when the politics is you know the, the political talk is almost like go against it you know what i'm saying who cares about the Black Lives Matter movement? And I'll be honest, I don't even like to say Black Lives Matter because I really feel like it's diluted. If you want me to be honest at this time, I really feel like the Black Lives Matter movement has completely been diluted and lost in what's really going on here, which is ending racism, trying to get a hold on equality, and ending police brutality. Police brutality is, I mean, it's, I looked at the statistics, and there are, there are almost as equal between white and black with police brutality. The thing is, when we're calculating the millions or the population value, our population is less than the white population. And for our numbers to be just as high means we're taking way more lives away from a population that's, you know, not as equate. So... It's, it's just ending it, period, because I'm not going to say we're the only people. I've looked up plenty of stories. I just Googled, you know, 2018, people shot by police. It was plenty of white, white men, white women, Indian. I mean, it was different nationalities. But like I said, within the black, it just, it, it just seems like, you know, the instances of when it happens and how often it is to happen out of a one in 10 situation is just disgusting. That, you know, that's the thing with that. So I don't like to, like I said, the Black Lives Matter, I appreciate it. The, the Black Lives, they do matter, but it's, it's about, it's, it's about, it's, it's much deeper than that. It's about deeper than taking a kneel. It's, it's deeper than painting a street that says Black Lives Matter. I mean, I appreciate it, but it's, it's, it's deeper than that because I don't want as a community, you know, and I'm saying this openly, I don't want my community to get lost and think, okay, because we've got a couple of streets painted that say Black Lives Matter. We made a difference. We have made a little bit of a difference. We made artistic difference. You can see it, but as far as a movement, the political stance, the day-to-day, -day, your jobs, how things work, 
we haven't really cracked into the economic, you know, factors of that just yet in the political factors of it just just right now we're in the midst of transition in between who's going to be in the office and it's like are we really able to focus on that the right way you know there's plenty of places um atlanta different places that were waiting outside the polls that are known as democratic states and i don't care about a party and i'm and i you know i'm very open i'm i don't <laughs> anyway I don't care about a party. Democrat versus Republican. It's not even about that. It's about the movement, about what you're trying to do for the people. But um, it was so many people who waited in line for six to seven hours to get in because they were saying the polls were down. You know, things weren't working. 7.15 in the morning, stuff wasn't working. Like, why? You know, we know that these are tactics. We know that these are things. And it's just like, you know, we have to find a way as a Black people and a Black community to be educated, be smart, be strategic about our next moves and, and, and wash out the violence. I think it needs to be, I think it needs to start to be evened out. We don't need to just only be speaking through violence and letting you know, okay, if you, there's no justice, no peace, I, I'm really for that movement. And, and as bad as it is for tit for tat, unfortunately, it's like, we, we have to be at a form of war for them to listen because there are plenty of instances where they tell us to comply but when we comply, we still wind up dead, you know? Um, there's plenty of instances, you know, I've seen powerful people say, you know, we, we need to handle this like Martin Luther King. And I, and it's so crazy, but it was the best thing. You know, they, they shot Martin Luther King too. He was peaceful. Okay, so it, it's, it's deeper, you know, like I said, than that. It, it just, we, we have to come to a change. And, you know, me being honest, I don't know how much I believe that we are gonna come to a change um, as far as a whole, you know, because that's gonna take a lot. It's, it's, it's millions of people out here. There's lots of um, persuasion for violence, lots of persuasion for continuity of war. Um, so it's gonna take a lot of powerful people in the ethnic community to really stand up, use their platforms in the politics, and then the white friends that they have, honestly, to help us. You know, we, we, we need help. We have the violence down pat, okay? We, we could get rowdy, but we need educational. We need structural help. We need development. We need our hands in the pots because we didn't, we didn't get the same type of education, the same type of steps and structure, especially middle-class workers. You know, we don't, you don't get the same information as the elites do. Once you get a certain amount of money in bracket, they teach you how to invest your money, bitcoins, financial change. You know, we we don't we don't learn about you know things like that. So I'm just ready for development. Um, and yeah, I just I just really want development, growth, and positivity, and I just pray on it every day. There's nothing, you know, besides my voice. I've you know I've gone out for a protest. I've been supportive in the streets, um, and the energy is awesome, you know, out there. But then it's like the energy is awesome on a shoulder to shoulder basis. But then once the police comes, the whole aura changes, you know. And so it's it's it's, it's you know it's just it's just really sad. I think that they need to, um, I'm not gonna say defund the police. I believe that they should, but we need to have some type of enforcement in place. I don't think that it just needs to totally go away. There's way too many people <laughs> for it to just be no structure. We definitely need a structure. We've had a structure for years. We've been a democracy for a long time. So, but you know, I'm just, I'm just praying for change. That's why I was so grateful 
to come, you know, and do this with you guys, because I'm very powerful within my movement. A lot of people talk about it. I mean, way before March, you know, I just, someone sent me a message and they just told me that they really appreciated me. Um, Cause they said that, you know, you, you were for the, you were for the movement before it became a popular aroma. And I have been, I've always tried to educate people as far as the next steps, just knowing what's out there, knowing the agenda, trying to stay ahead of it, you know, just being healthy, you know, so, um, yeah, I just want to encourage and I just hope that people build themselves up as far as mentally and then next physically so we can develop, you know, to be the best beings that we can be. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, amen. First of all, thanks for sharing. I think that the, what's been so, I guess like the only word I can think of is like overwhelming about the last few weeks, especially is that it seems like we're thrown, we're being thrown a bunch of information and we don't know which way to, to go with it. Do you know what I mean? Like we don't know which way to like start and make that change like you've been talking about. And my part just as, as a human being is just for human beings to be all treated like human beings, you know, and for justice to be had where justice needs to be had. I think the overwhelming thing for people, especially um, Chelsea, and I have discussed this as white women, is like, what what role do what step do we take, and what is our role now, so that we can start making those changes? And I'm not asking you knowing that you'll have like an answer, but I just feel like as a collective people, we need to think of like. What change can we make right now, or what voice can we speak out right now, or what type of connections can we create right now within communities to where the next generation experiences more love and positivity, like you spoke about earlier, than we, than ours did, than our parents did, you know, like to where like, it doesn't, it's not going to erase overnight, we know that, but to where like our children's children won't be where we are right now, you know what I mean? Um, what you're doing now, honestly, is, is, is a, is a great first step. Um, as far as for me, because of what you said, it's like, my heart is right there with you. Like the best thing for a white friend of mine to do is, is to support me, is to have a supporting energy, um, to have an educational energy, just to be resourceful. If there's any questions or, you know, anything that you may see that can help this person of just trying to be of help. Um, I don't, you know, I love every nationality that is willing to put their lives on the line for this Black Lives Matter movement. I, I love to see, you know, just, just everyone. And, but I don't expect for everyone to be a frontliner. Like I said, in the framework, there's so many different things that can be done to help the community on a whole. They have the caregivers, those, you know, you, if, if you have a friend who goes out and protests, helping them out, having resources for them when they get back, having a kit for them, praying for them, you know, just, just really being a supportive nature is, is pretty good. Cause like you said, until we have structure and can really develop a next step as a community, it's going to be hard, but individually just casting that support, it, it, it's tremendous because a lot of times, you know, I've been seeing, you know, lately, especially within the black community, I have a, a large amount of following, of course. Um, there's a lot of people who are like, you know, when the situation happened, they had white friends and they haven't heard from them. They've just been silent because they just don't know what to say. 
So I think just still putting it out there and having the courage to just say, hey, look, I know times are probably troubling. You know, I have you, you know, I have, you know, I really, you know, I support you. I wish you the best check in with whatever the case may be is because, you know, what that can be seen as, even though it may be stepping back and just trying to be understanding with what's going on because of what you said, the confusion, it can get lost. Like it's a not care. Just like we know that white noise that I talked about where there are some people who always had that racist bone in their body, but they've been able to keep it under wraps because of how we've been living. So then it, it goes to say, well, Hey, has, has my friend been, you know, a little finicky this whole time? You get what I'm saying? So it, you know, just being and knowing and letting them know, you know, that I'm here. To, to hear you out, you know, to virtually hug you, to physically hug you, to, to do whatever I can do to console your, your anxiety, your troubles, your depressions. And like I said, being a resource, I just think that's the best thing right now. Like I said, the fact that you guys brought me on your podcast is an awesome thing right now. Integration, having, you know, being able to have a podcast to play it back. She's about to drop her baby when her baby can hear and, you know, hearing a different type of voice and explaining what we've gone through, explaining what, you know, the link in between me and Miss Cindy, you know, that's, that's the part of it. You know, you hear and you see memes all the time that say that racism, you aren't born into it. It's taught. And that's the truth. So if we can just continue you know, I think as a community, it definitely frustrates those who are opposing to see the bond grow even stronger. Positivity breaks the chain, period, no matter what. So just, just continue to, to, to be even more. If it can be a times two of support, you know, that's all I say. I mean, that, that's it. You know, I only expect for people to do what they can do, but words mean a lot for people. Just the thought, you know, just to know, hey, she likes my stuff all the time, but I've been going through this. She hasn't liked anything or she's been really silent or this and that. So that's what I'll say. If you have any black friends, just reach out like, hey, girl, I love you. I really wish you the best. If you have anything that, you know, you, you want to talk about, any questions that you may have, anything I can help you with, you know, not even on a physical level, but verbally, you know, I'm here for you. Mm-hmm. I appreciate that and you sharing that so much because like Catherine was saying earlier, I mean, it, it's almost felt like paralyzing kind of because it's like, we of course love our, our friends and our community and, and want to like, like share a platform like we are today, but we also don't want it to like, look like we're just doing it because now people, you know what I mean? Like we, we want to learn how, how to continue doing it in a way that's authentic and, and real, like real relationships and, and more than just posting graphics and stuff online. Like, yes, that has been educational for people and it's getting the word out, but I think conversations and, and checking in on your friends and making new friends and kind of just reaching out a hand is going to go, those are going to be the things that we don't see that are going to make that, big change I think in the long run because th like this isn't this is a movement now on the forefront but like it can't just be that way now and then fizzle out right so I'm telling you mm -hmm. I, I guess yeah we're just like we want to know yeah where to go from here and keep that moving forward and and just have it be real tangible well, I know that I felt a very, uh, just, you know, for your listeners, I felt a real energy, which is why I, I, I decided to, you know, come on the show with you guys. If I didn't, honestly, I wouldn't have even come. Um, you know, I, 
your mother's energy was the introduction, which was, you know, enough, you know, for me to get an example of what I would be dealing with. And then when we, you know, exchanged conversation, you know, it, I, I felt it, you know, I do. So I just want to say that I don't think that you have a, you know, you, I don't think that you ladies have any type of fakery or fake bones in your body as far as that situation. And um, just do what you can do what you can do, do what makes you comfortable and support how you can support to, to what makes you, to what makes you comfortable. Cause yeah. it's like, I, I don't, you know, you don't, it is so hard. It is like, you know, I'm thinking about it cause the way that the, the way that society has separated our community is disgusting. You know, it, it really is. It's so many white walls, invisible barriers, red lasers like it, it really is because then it's like you know because i i think you know you still have to live within your community of course you don't want to be bashed in your community you know you know with your with your people or people you know so it's hard you know but like i said just try to just condone a loving spirit do what you can you know i know for me i've been sharing a lot of petitions um so political petitions that are against what the movement is for so now this is not even cultural based or specifically but this is this is the big picture so if there's you know like peti petitions to take down the confederate statues i've signed plenty of those because we know what that is we know the power in that um you know things for for like the chokehold bands and things to that nature that would help us as a human race things like that maybe you can share you know without tapping deep into a you know a specific range but that's still helping the cause and the movement moving forth and a good umbrella for everyone your community my community and any community who would be involved with you know with law enforcement or what's to come so maybe you guys can you know kind of surface and tap and look into things like that and i can share important resources because i see them all the time um but yeah. i um i have actually as as kind of like um anxiety ridden as social media has become recently i have actually really appreciated and been super encouraged by the petitions that are being signed and shared because yes. it's really incredible and like almost like gave me chills to see a couple being passed because of i don't know why it's like you always hear like vote your voice counts but you know it's really hard to like see it actually happen and so to like for me to sign a petition share it on facebook and then a couple days or weeks later see that it made movement that's super encouraging and that it has been one really i think beautiful thing in bringing people together about right now in this movement is that we can use social media can be used for a lot of hate and a lot of bashing but we can also use this type of connection to actually create real tangible change you know totally agree. I, I totally agree with you i i get very emotional as well when i see the petition especially because i'm a petition watcher especially if i've signed it so it's like when i'm like 10 people away it's like oh my god what like we've done it as a like we can do it we can do it you definitely can do it so yes you're right on social media for one is just it's a gift and a curse it's a mm -hmm. gift and a curse and it depends on how it's used and it's it's really sad because you know they push 
they push negative media into our faces, you know, um, and they definitely give you so much, you know, that, like you said, it's hard to dissect, like, oh my God, okay, first I'm here, uh, okay, first I'm sad, then I'm angry, then I'm overwhelmed, then I have anxiety, then I'm back to being sad, now I'm disabled, now I'm uplifted. And, then, like I'm just numb. Every, uh, <laughs> and then you're numb and you don't know what to do. And so you don't know what to do. You don't know how to feel. It's like, okay, well, am I wrong for feeling this way? Or, okay, well, maybe they deserve it. Well, no, maybe they don't deserve it. Then you're looking at the comments. It's just, it's, it's really, it is. It's a lot to take in. That's why I say to stay structured, to stay mentally sane, and to just stay on whatever path that you're on. Because kind of looking, like, like if it's not anything that feeds the portion of the movement that I'm for, I don't even look at it. I don't care if it's police brutality. They're, like, I'm gonna be honest, George Floyd's video, I didn't watch that until probably after a week. I wasn't. I'm not. I wasn't going to watch that on the first day, second day, third. I, I wasn't. I never do. I don't. If it's if it's not for positivity, if it's not for love, if it's not for the movement of changing the political stance, I don't even like to involve you know myself or invest my energy into it because, like you said, you can get anxious in a drop of a dime. You can get depressed in a drop of a dime. So. Um, yeah, I just try to keep it swiping. And what I've actually learned to do, because you know, there's a mute tool. You can mute a post or mute a story. I have been muting a lot of things. <laughs> I will say that loud and proud. I will definitely, you know, I will still support you. I will keep, you know, followers. That counts for certain people. I'll follow you, but I'll, I will mute the content if it's definitely taking me away from where I need to be. Mm -hmm. So... I just like want to like thank you. I've been so encouraged by this conversation. One thing that I don't know what your faith is or, or what you believe, but um, I believe in Jesus. And I one thing about Jesus is he was the most misunderstood man while he was on earth. Like nobody, he I mean, he was calling himself God, for goodness sake, you know, and like calling him the, the son of God and all these people are are trying to kill him, so misunderstood. And what he did to create a change that is still being blasted today is love on 12 people. He picked 12 disciples to love on and build relationship with and develop a community of love that would then trickle out and create change. And so that's why I'm so encouraged by these kind of conversations where we're like sitting in our living room on a Sunday evening and able to love on each other and like be in relationship and be in conversation. Cause I truly believe that this is going to change mentalities and like the way that people, when people listen to this, I feel like it's going to trickle out just as like that type of love that Jesus created with 12 people did. And so I'm just super encouraged and I'm thankful for this evening. I appreciate this. I love, I love, I don't like, cause I'm a very love. I love the energy. I, I believe so. And I hope that it does trickle. I hope that it, I hope that it sparks a bulb, that it opens a light. Um, I mean, I know that people know this, but I just want to say this. Not every black person is bad. Not every black person is uneducated. Not every black person is like rowdy. I mean, we are loud. We are alive. We are very colorful. Um, and I know sometimes it's hard, you know, to understand if that's not, you know, something that you've come up around or going to school with or, you know, but I just encourage people just to keep an open mind, you know, vice versa. You know, black people are, we're loud, we're live, we're in color. Um, 
but sometimes, you know, it's still intimidating to be out to others. And that's why that boastful persona is there. You know, we've been fighting forever to feel equal, you know, and it's a persona that people have carried on their backs transparently and subconsciously and they don't even know it you know just trying to feel of you know even like the black girls who get their bodies done and you know you want to look like the Pamela Anderson Lee and you want to have all the money you want to you want to look the way that media portrayed um what would I call white royalty to be honest with you you know heavy finances that wasn't that wasn't a market of ours so that's a market that we try to get into so it's like you know I don't know myself i don't know any black person who i've heard say i just hate white people i, I don't mm -mm, i don't and it's like it's, it hurts me because i hear and i've seen and i know you know white people's family whether it be their parents you know they just don't they don't have a light for it they don't care it's disgusting it's monkey like whatever the case and and vice versa it's just like i just want them to like me i just want them to appreciate me I just want them to, I haven't done anything, you know? So I just want to say that, you know, if, if anybody here, sometimes it's just a plea. It's just a plea for equality. That's all it is. We, I love everybody, everybody, everybody. Even if you hate me, I still love you. I pray for my foe. I'm a spiritual person. I'm not a religious person, but I definitely believe in God. Okay. There, th this wasn't just science science here this is this is not science we're in a spiritual war right now to be very honest with you we are definitely transitioning into a very spiritual time um so i totally agree with you it started with love with 12 that trickled down for all these years and and, and if we can just boost up the morale of love you know and peace it, it you know the world the world could be a better place it, it could really be a better place and i'm just trying to do whatever i can do if there's anybody listening like i said my name is everything goldie everything underscore goldie on instagram reach out to me i mean I, i'm here to encourage positive matters only now <laughs> but i'm definitely here to encourage to uplift to enlighten to be a resource any way that i can help anyone i'm willing to help and i just i just want everyone to try to do the same i encourage you just to help like just try to put a smile on someone's face we, we're going through such great times such dark times right now just to call someone, you know, because, you know, the physical is not, you know, with COVID and it's a little sketchy. There's people opening up. If you can or you're one who physically see people do something in the physical, you know, to someone, you know, just just to just to boost the morale, make it different, you know, make it make it different. That That's what I say. Yeah. Well, your name, Goldie, is perfect because you truly are a light like you, you, are. you just shine yeah. like golden yeah. light. And I'm like, I'm like sweating in like a good way. I'm like fired up. Right I'm now. about to cry. I'm over here like <laughs> I'm so overwhelmed. I felt like Catherine said, just so encouraged and so thankful for this connection. And I, and I don't think it was a coincidence that we were connected. And I think your um, heart is going to, like we said, trickle down into all of our listeners and just for them to be so encouraged and we so appreciate everything that you came on to talk about today so thank you oh I, I really thank you guys and anytime any place we'll meet again you guys will be seeing me like i said I, I keep my promise so we'll figure it out once the baby drops 
Um, we can definitely go ahead and get a wonderful, positive, and peaceful lady session, and maybe we'll open that up to social media so they can even see the bond and the love for themselves and know it's real. Yes. Um, but Catherine and Chelsea, I really love you girls. I want you to keep on doing what you're doing. Don't let anyone stop you. I don't want you to feel or question what you're doing and your involvement or whether you're doing too much or doing too little because you've done this and this is enough. There are a lot of people who have podcasts who didn't think to open it up, who didn't think to bring anyone on, wouldn't be so comfortable to do it. And you guys, you ladies did it. So just know that that means a lot to me. You guys say that, you know, I have the heart of gold. Well, what you did means a lot to me, you know, so just keep it up. I encourage you guys and just thank you. It means the world to me. I told you that but behind the scenes and I'm saying it out loud. Thank you so much for even considering me. It could have been anybody. So thank you. Thank well, you. I know I just met, but I love you. <laughs> I love you too. <laughs> I love you too. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Um, yes, our, our quick questions. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh, I like totally forgot. I'm like so like <laughs> so we have four questions that we ask every single guest at the end of each podcast. Um and we don't tell you on purpose because we want to hear your true answer. Um, okay. so what is something that you're currently binging or obsessed with right now? It could be like a show, a book, a podcast, something you're eating like twenty four seven that you're obsessed with. Right now, I would say that I'm binging crazy on water. What's that? Um, oh, water. Like the drink? <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> literally, like, seriously, yeah, I'm, okay, well, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll throw a show in there, too. I binge watch Bob's Burgers, I'll say that, <laughs> but really, water. I've been really trying to, uh, encourage myself to drink and consume a lot of water tomorrow actually not tomorrow tonight 12 o'clock i'm going to be doing the 36 hour fast um so i've definitely just been um picking up on some detoxes and 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 lifting up my fluids so i can remove a lot of solids and kind of transition more into the plants so yeah this is what i'll say water Okay, before I sound dumb to all of our listeners, I thought you said crazy on water, which I assumed was a show. Crazy on water. <laughs> no, so I can understand. I, I can water. understand that. <laughs> that, makes, that makes I can understand that. Okay. <laughs> Good staying hydrated. Okay, yeah. so the second question is what is something that you have coming up that in this year, I guess, that you're looking forward to? Um I know things have kind of not gone as planned this year. So. <laughs> so look, and that you said that. So what I can only speak for is manifestation because I'm definitely big on that. Um, my goal is to be on a billboard. So I'm going to manifest that for this year. Um, I was I was gracious enough to be in a magazine. Um, and um, it's called Fashion GXD. And um uh, I plan on being either on the front cover of a magazine or being on a billboard. So look out for me, guys. I love that. That is <laughs> that, that's what that's what I want to do. Let's start a petition for that, you know? Less, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> okay, um, our next question is what is something that you love about yourself? Um I love that 
Mm, I love the influence that I have. I'll say that. I've always had a I've, I've, I've always had a strong influence. I've noticed since a child. My mother calls me a people magnet. So I just like the fact that I've never had an issue with communicating. Maybe I should say my communication overall. I've never had an issue with communicating, and, and I'm a people person. So with the communication and the people person has has graced a nice influence, and it's always positive. Like I like the fact that I can do promotion for someone, and then I see or hear my friends get their product. Um, cause then I've really helped someone full course. Like I've done from beginning to end. So I just, I like the fact that I've been pretty solid enough for people to respect what I have to say and sometimes also put action behind it. Yeah. That's great. We can already tell that about you in this <laughs> conversation. Um, so that's awesome. So our last question is if you could leave just telling women all women, one thing, one little nugget of wisdom to leave with, what would that be? I would say to hug your sister. Mm. Just to hug your sister. I was gonna all, I was, I was actually gonna say we all have a uterus because we're women as women we really run this world, honestly. Okay, we, we keep a lot of things going, you know, um, mother nature, okay. But we, we keep a lot of things going. And I, I think that it's, it, it's extremely, and that's why I was really into the women's empowerment movement. It's, it's extremely important for women to stick together. We're mothers, we're wives, um, we're workers, but most of all the mothering and, and being wives is a structure in a household that creates structure in the street. So you're raising a child or you're raising a man or you're helping a man transition from being with his mother again, you know, to coming to yours and to helping him to better his life or to helping him to move along with his life. So we, we have a lot of structure within the development of what's around us. And it's important to encourage one another, you know, like, you know, Chelsea's about to have a baby. She's in a relationship. Catherine, you're her friend. You know, she may be going through things. And, and it's important, you know, to have an outlet or to have someone who you can bond with um, or feel that level of support. There's a lot of hatred, especially, honestly, within the Black community, with just trying to a competition. I think this everywhere, but I see it a lot, especially having to do with media and trying to fit in. So I think it's really important just to hug your sister. Like you don't have to be in competition. We all are bomb. You know, we all are powerful. You know, it just depends on how you choose to use the power that you have and how, you know, you choose to go about it, but we all have it. We all possess it and just hug that girl and don't be hating on her. <laughs> I almost That's like I, I, love that. I almost want to like name this episode "Hug Your Sister" because that was hug like, your sister. I'm serious. <laughs> That's what I'll say. Amen to that. Well, thank you so much. Um, if anyone wants to find you, I know you've plugged your Instagram a couple times. Is there anything else you want to let our listeners know if they want to reach out to you? Um, so I did plug my Instagram. Also, like I said, I am a graphic designer. So I do have, I, I'm Instagram based only, honestly. Um, so you can also follow my graphic design page. That's G Logos Biz. And that's spelled G-L-O-G-O-S-B-I-Z. One more time. That's G-L-O-G-O-S-B-I-Z. 
G-O-S-B-I-Z. Um, and you can check out my graphic designs. I call them digital creations, honestly. So you can check out my digital creations there. We've already ran over everything underscore Goldie. And also, I do have a podcast of my own um, with my fellow queen. Her name is Thing One, Queen One, Goldie One, and I am Goldie Two. And our podcast is called Golden Girl Talk. And you can find us on Spotify. We're on Apple, Apple Radio. No, excuse me. It's Google Play, Google Podcast, excuse me, Google Podcast, Spotify, Anchor, Breaker, um, iHeart, and it's one more. I can't think. I think it's like seven platforms. But yeah. Spotify, definitely give us a check out. <laughs> That's where I was able to find you the easiest was on Spotify. Definitely, exactly. Spotify is pretty popular, so I usually just push that the most. But we're across about seven different apps out there. That's awesome. And we will link all that in the show notes so that our listeners can easily find you. Um, so don't be surprised if you get some extra followers this week. <laughs> oh, it's okay. I, I, I embrace them all. And like I said, Catherine, me and you are going to connect too in, in just a few. So uh, definitely. But like I said, tuh, this has been awesome. A wonderful Sunday. You guys ended. I mean, th- this is just, you guys are the best. You are, you guys are the best. You guys are wonderful. I thank you so much. All right. Well, we love you, Goldie, and we love you, listeners, and we will talk to you next week. Bye. Love you guys. Love you, listeners. Bye-bye.